0: Welcome to the JetRails podcast, supporting you through the airwaves with information about website and e-commerce technology and strategies from design and development to security, marketing, conversion rate optimization, and web hosting. We bring you insights from industry leaders and experts, hosted, edited, and published by me, Robert Rand, your friendly neighborhood tech ambassador. Hi, and welcome to an episode of the JetRails podcast. I'm Robert, your host, and today I'm joined by a recent guest uh, who is on The show. Uh, I've got uh, Seb from the Zykcada team here with me, and we're going to be diving into a different topic that we touched on in the last episode. And after we finished recording, I was like, you know, I wanted to dive in deeper. It was something that I almost a little unexpected for me. (laughs) So uh, we we will be chatting a little bit about uh, CDNs and failure, um, you know, today. So you know, there is a lot of redundancy built in into the e-commerce industry, into the web industry as a whole, but we still see lots of outages of major companies and um, you know t- t- we're going to be talking about how you can or can't build redundancy when it comes to your content delivery network. So your CDN is really um, serving up so much uh, uh, of your website today, of your e-commerce site that if it's having trouble or at least having trouble in different regions of the world, your users are probably getting very frustrated very quickly. And whether we're talking about Akamai, Cloudflare, CloudFront, Fastly, um, all these big companies, there is no such thing as, as foolproof, that they, everyone goes down at some point for some reason. Um, so, you know, with uh, w- with no further ado, um, so would you dive in a little bit on this and um, tell us a little bit about, you know, what what even a failover for a CDN looks like, given, given that the whole purpose of a CDN is to be distributed on the edge, to have copies of files all over, in many cases, all over the globe on different servers.
1: Totally, Robert. First of all, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed our uh, last podcast. And, uh, you know, th- this is a very favorite topic for me specifically. Uh, like you said, uh, CDN Reserved uh, the whole idea is that we use CDN because we want CDNs to protect us. And I would quote uh, Matthew Prince, CEO of Cloudflare. In my view, that's the most honest way to acknowledge the problem. It happens to everybody. So if you take, uh, you know, like if I if I just geek out a little bit, if you take a large time window, whether it's one month, two months, six months, a year, over a large time window, any big network will have some kind of an outage, whether it's a partial outage, whether it's a complete blackout, but outages are happening all the time, right? And the, the, the important thing was, you know, me coming, you know, like myself, I'm coming from the CDN industry. I've worked in some of the top CDNs around the globe. And one thing that I've always seen, always is that it's a probability game. While you can't avoid an outage, you can definitely plan to manage that outage because the likelihood of two CDNs going down at the same time is nearly, it's close to zero. And at
0: that point, we probably have bigger problems. I mean, I I think, you know, when Godzilla attacks, you just have to accept that the internet's going to have some issues.
1: (laughs) That's true. So, you know, so so going back to the question, yeah, CDN outages are, uh, so so before we jump into CDN outages, I think you raised a really good question. Why are we even using a CDN? We're using CDNs because they replicate the content close to the edge. If you have one server or maybe 10 servers in your cloud, CDNs have hundreds of thousands of servers. So when we say CDN outage, are we really saying all the, all the servers are down? That's not what we mean by outages, right? We are talking about some service glitch. We're talking about one region having some network issues. Something to that effect, which would translate into... Uh, an outage or an SLA problem for the CDN, but it translates into a business crisis for the e-commerce companies or cloud SaaS companies. So the first thing is, we all know that the problem happens, but what do you do about the problem? But
0: how do you even know the problem happens? Right? I think that's the question that you're raising is... Well, is- and it, right, because it's it's got to be tough to monitor because as opposed to having one server to monitor uptime on... You know, if you're trying to monitor, uh, you know, a CDN that's got servers all over the globe and it's in all these different regions that they're, they're serving content from, that onto itself brings a big challenge. That is, that is a, you know, the way you articulated it,
1: I would say that's the, that's the uh, epicenter of the problem. So if you want to even know that, if you want to manage an outage, the first thing you want to know is, is there an outage? So how do you answer that question, right? And we can just say it's 42, you know, the answer to all the magical questions. But but the thing is, CDNs are very, very complex. They, you know, it's run by some of the top. And I'm saying that with full respect. I know some of these people who are running these companies, and they are just incredibly smart when it comes to running network at scale. So if they're having an outage, it's a non-trivial problem. I can promise you that it's a problem that cascades multiple internet service providers bgps uh, you know some data center outage it's it's a massive problem it's, it's, it's not just been.
0: homer simpson fell asleep you know oh, eating oh, his donut oh, oh. At, you know at the control panel
1: right right so 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 i think the first thing is how do you even understand that a massive network like that is having a problem right so we coming from the cdn we understood what it means or how do you even measure an outage for the CDN, and we took the exact point that you talked about. We we basically divided the content set into static content and dynamic content. So if you're going to make a test, static content would be responded by the CDN, but dynamic content will almost always be, must be responded by the cloud. And we took this together and we started to tell, is, is an outage happening means is it because the cloud is having an outage? Maybe your servers are having the problem, CDNs really are not having the problem. So we first we started to analyze the problem, and we we would uh, we would make sure that is this a network issue, is this a pairing issue, is this a bandwidth problem, or is this really a CDN problem? And if it's a CDN problem, is that a regional problem or it's a global problem? Based on all those analysis, right, we have this uh, a product called Cloud Monitoring Service. What it basically does is. We have a global network. We are in, uh, you know, like uh, we are almost everywhere except China and Africa, I should say. And we measure our peer CDNs through our customers' traffic, right? And we're trying to understand: are you healthy? If the CDNs are healthy, that's great. But if they are not healthy, then we do all these filters. We assess the problem is local, global, static, dynamic, and then we would manage the problem. So that's the first thing. It's it's a non. It's like you said, it's not about you having five URLs that's constantly pinging and trying to assess whether the CDN is down. You're not going to be able to find it. Right? Like you've got to have a peer-to-peer testing, a dense network testing another dense network without causing a lot of uh, phantom
0: traffic. Interesting. So at at that point, you're testing you're testing the the static content that should be uh coming from the CDN. Um, and you're doing that around the globe, so that you're getting uh, a, a more real assessment. What happens if there is an outage? What happens if there there is, and even maybe it's latency? You know, how did are you watching for just outage? Is it for for other metrics like a uh, a slowdown of the content being served? What's the metric there that says that this is not working?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, we we first started uh with the with the we kind of uh, since the problem is very complex, we first reduced the problem scope to just pure outage, not even performance degradation. We just said, can we absolutely tell whether the problem is with the CDN or with the cloud? That was the first thing that we wanted to nail. And as we got that done, our customers asked the, the exact same question that you just asked me. Hey, hey Zykota, is it possible that you can actually switch the traffic? not just to Zaycada, but but another CDN too, if one of my CDNs, they're having a performance problem, right? So you are absolutely right. Uh, there that, that is, uh, is a performance-based traffic switching, and there is health-based traffic switching. So when we come and tell customers today, we are saying that first get one problem right, which is first, let's get the outage out of the way and then comes the performance which is which is a very critical problem to solve we
0: will definitely well, you know we all know speed translates into e-commerce revenue so uh, as it does for most other you know types of conversion rates on other types of websites and i know we we touched on that um in our last episode together but you know I, and i'm also wondering because when i think cdn you know, yes, it's serving the content, but your average content delivery network today is doing a lot more than that. You know, you're you're tied in with your your SSLs. Um, you're tied in with you know, firewalling, DDoS prevention, you know, bot mitigation, all kinds of things coming out of the the CDN, things that affect security, that affect PCI compliance, um, and not just uptime, um, yep. and and also not just speed. Um, how does how does that complicate the ability to, to mitigate, you know, when they're, you know, basically to have a failover um, when you're relying on all these third-party solutions?
1: Exactly. I think, uh, you know, the, the first thing as an e-commerce merchant you should definitely worry about is uh, what kind of a contingency plan I should have if my CDN goes down, right? A basic A basic solution would be if you can magically figure out that the problem is, with the CDN outage, what is it that you can do today, right? One thing you can do is you can go to your DNS, you can make the DNS change directly to your origin, which we almost always know that's a terrible idea because then you're going to expose your mothership to all unwanted elements on the internet who are constantly prying, which is the real reason you put a CDN
0: in front yeah. of you. And, to and of you're, manage. in terms of, of your scalability and what have you, you're putting a lot more stress even without the security implications on that uh, on that origin server um, or servers, you know, that you're... They're, uh, back to layers of complexity that you really, you always want to reverse proxy. You always want um, want that server to be, you know, or whatever those origin servers where your databases and things are hosted to be obfuscated and properly hidden. Um, you know, you, you really want to avoid sending... Unnecessary traffic to them, and you may not have load tested <laughs> for for those uh, servers to be able to handle all that.
1: Very, very true. And you know, like uh, I'm sure from the way you are explaining, I can feel the battle scars, the scar tissue
0: <laughs> that you're carrying. Well, and, not so much uh, in, in my uh, Jet Rails days. That there's a lot <laughs> of uh, best practice here that is followed to the T. But um, you know, some of the some of the gray, or maybe maybe we'll call them silver hairs that I have <laughs> coming in. Um, they're from early <laughs> No, <laughs> Absolutely.
1: I, I, I think you, you totally nailed it. So one is if that's the absolute brain dead solution is to get the traffic onto your origin, which is not a good option to begin with, right? Because like you said, yes, one, even if you believe that you can detect that there is a CDN outage and you can believe that you have the ability to handle the traffic without a CDN, what is the economics of that? Let's think about this, Right. So, if you're going to deliver all that content from your cloud, your egress cost would just skyrocket. Because you Mm -hmm. are, you know, like the egress from Amazon is not or you know, Azure is not the same as the egress from your CDN. So, as a merchant, we all know that you are in a cutthroat competition, you are thinking about saving that extra penny that you can, you know, you can lower your customer acquisition cost and whatnot. Are you gonna burn all that when your CDN goes down? And if you are doing that, That tells me all the more why you must need a sound contingency plan that enables you to do that without burning your wallet,
0: right? And without leaving your you know your doors wide open with you know turning off firewalling or you know opening yourself up to DDoS attacks or other things that you know the amount of traffic that's already hitting your site that's bot traffic that you don't realize because your firewalls and systems are you know are properly preventing it. Uh, you don't even realize in a lot of cases. So you're keeping your PCI compliance and other things intact even during an outage uh, of some sort from the CDN that you don't want to give that up.
1: Very true. And in fact, I'll I'll tell you one more thing. Almost all responsible hosting providers like like you guys and all big e-commerce merchants have very tight, uh, I'm, I'm going to call it ACL, access control list, where you would configure your platform to only take traffic from specific endpoints of a CDN, because you don't want to even by mistake a, a a packet that's kind of probing to get a response from your from your mothership, because then the hacker would know that you exist, right? So it's not about you blindly a finding that a CDN is having an outage, b just switching the DNS to your origin. It's not that simple, because even if you do that. You got to change your firewall ACL rules and all of it's. That's right. That it's not instantaneous and
0: it it comes with with some risk and some pain. You know you, you know uh, that can all. It's a risk analysis at that point. You know what's the least painful? Wait out. You know wait out the the problem or um, or make these changes and those are tough decisions to be making on the fly. Um, right. That that's always I think the hardest part is, um, is figuring that out on the spot.
1: Yeah. So. So clearly that's not a good option. So we can roll that out as an, as even a contingency plan of switching that traffic to the origin. So then what you're left with is, do you want to configure two CDNs? Configuring multiple CDNs is, is non-trivial task in itself because configuring one CDN is a full-time job for, for your operations team. Now configuring two CDNs with two different APIs with two different things is non-trivial. Yeah. So we come, we ourselves coming from the and world, Robert, is why we, we took one big design, uh, goal for ourselves was not to make, uh, not to add any additional burden. We want to, mm-hmm. we want to call it like zero burden on the operations team when you're putting this contingency plan in place. So that's why we designed like our CDN reserve was designed specifically where operations people won't even see a dip in the traffic. So the traffic would look like you don't have a CDN reserve. It's going to look like there's only one CDN, except when an outage happens, we would detect it. Now, instead of making all the traffic go to your origin, we're going to take the traffic, we're going to shield your mothership, and we're going to still be on the lookout for your primary CDN to be up. And then as soon as the primary CDN comes out, we're going to get the traffic back to the primary CDN, right? Mm -hmm. So we kind of thought about what is needed to really put a solution in place. Like you said, the first thing is the form, the most difficult one is how do you understand a CDN is having an outage or not? Because it's a complex, very, very complex system. Please don't think that we can go to, you know, some uh, cloud monitoring service and have some URLs and test it. It's more complex than that. Second, once you detect it, do you need a fallback network that can take over the traffic? So you know, like what well, what should that look like, and what kind of pressure it's going to put on your uh, operations team? If you're going to issue purge on the primary CDN, are you going to issue purge on the CDN reserve, which is not even on your mental map, right? So you need to come up with a system that is completely agnostic, that it only comes to life when the when the primary CDN is suffering an outage, does its job, and then goes away, as if you and, and,
0: you, and it works, and, wrote, yeah. and it works. Yeah, I know a lot of businesses that have had a lot of pain with something. I don't know how similar, but you know when they're setting up more of a, a dual WAN situation when they've got two different internet connections coming into the office because you know they want to have a failover. That let's say whoever the provider is, Comcast goes down and you fail over to AT and T or Hotwire or you know this or that, and mm-hmm. you know and chances are that when the problem actually happens, it's not going to fail over properly. It's not going to work. Nobody's it's- maintaining it. Nobody's checking. That, you know, that that modem hasn't been reset in a year and it's not connected properly and it's not. And, and one of the accounts, you know, the backup account is too slow and can't handle the traffic for your office anyway. And, you know, so you wind up in this situation where, you know, you go through years of iteration just to figure that, uh, you know, that the, your router isn't actually going to understand that, that there's a problem with one of the connections and to fail over to the next properly, that that's not really automated the way that that a lot of people think with most routers and solutions that take some human intervention, because it might not even be hard down, you know, it's, it's latency, it's extremely slow that the bandwidth is at a crawl. It's not yeah. hard down. Um, and so these are the, I I'm equating this, you know, between the two as, you know, the people, and, and that's with single lines, right? That's, yeah. you know, that's not dealing with what monitoring, you know, hundreds of thousands of servers that could be having issues around the globe in different, you know, Different uh, data centers run by the the edge network that, that the CDN is, is running from. So, you know, it's it is for me just digesting it an interesting topic. And when oh, it comes,
1: I yeah. to- I I would say Robert, like one one other point I want to add is it, it we need three critical elements right to kind of have a contingency plan. Like, what, one is how do you detect? Do you have a fallback network that you can map the traffic to? Third one. My view, is the most important one is how do you automatically do the switching when that happens right so you need to put the DNS in place you need to have the DNS mapping around it that's tied to the monitoring service that's tied to the edge no. platform
0: yeah so you and you don't want to be making it. dNS changes on the fly takes some time to propagate might be uh might be cached in different places and you know and so that might not really. Trying to do that on the fly might not really, especially for a temporary issue, uh, really solve the way that you want either. If anything, now you've got users hitting all sorts of different places. Very, very true. You can't even predict what they're hitting at that point. Yeah, exactly. So, uh,
1: yeah, it's it's a very, very complex thing to solve. And very interestingly, being in the CDN space, I did not think about this problem for a long time. You know, you always think that outage oh, happens; it's way of life, right? Till your customer tells you, you, I, I, I'm now completely of the opinion that you always must always listen to your customer because he is coming from the pain, right? He, he's having an outage. The CDN is running to you. He's talking about this. You listen and you think about it and you think about how, how to help the person. So we were constantly thinking these guys are using top CDNs. Mm-hmm. They are having outages. So if it's a simple problem, then, you know, it's not an issue. The very fact that that person comes to you, is talking to you about it means that he has already thought about the problem. So we worked with our customers, Robert, in putting the solution together was we actively worked with them. We try to understand that point, the constraints around it. You talked about PCA compliance. You talked about all the complaints. First of all, the other backup should have all of that, which makes it a credible platform to take your traffic. Then, does it have the intelligence to seamlessly do the shift without increasing the burden on your operations team? And having two contact with a CDN with two separate CDNs is very expensive. So we thought about all of this. And out of goodwill, we rolled out the solution. And we called it the <laughs> CDN result. And we are finding that customers are loving it. You know?
0: Well, you know, if you figured out how to do this um, in a way that, um, that's not costing, uh, you know, basically the full, full ride for two CDNs. I think that that's a lot of the challenge is that, you know, for maybe what might equate to a few days a year, it, it can be hard to justify certain expense, but that's, you know, so I imagine that, that the, the cost of, of having the resource, is one issue. I, I imagine also, you know, there's the fear that back to those backup lines I was talking about, you know, in terms of network connections that, yeah, if your backup line isn't really powerful enough and isn't going to check the boxes, it's it's not really going to be that much better than the outage. Um, that, that That's another issue. So if they're failing over, what is the, the expectation in terms of um, performance decrease or, you know, it, what you're providing? Is it more or less, you know, on par with what they'd be getting from their their traditional CDN. Yeah, perfect.
1: So uh, what we do is we first. Um, so, so so the answer is yes. For the static content, we would we would also be caching, so they're going to get the same performance like the other CDN. Uh, but the real thing that we want to actually help them understand is the mindset that you need to be thinking about right now is: is this as good as my, my CDN? Or is this, or is my situation getting better? So I don't want to really go and compete saying that, hey, if, uh, say, Cloudflare or Akama is caching you, and then all of a sudden you go to a backup CDN, uh, you know, your thinking should not be whether the performance is going to be as good because you are now dealing with an outage or a crisis. So I think that the mental model you should have is, will my, will my site be up when my competitor's site is down? That is the mentality, right? If every second you are up when your competition is down, ask any e-commerce merchant, what does that mean to them? That's the time you run uh, promotions. That's the time you do push notifications because you you know your competition is down. Hmm. So how do you turn a crisis into an opportunity, right? I mean, that's what we people do at business, right? We look for crisis. Every crisis is an opportunity that's waiting to be solved. Right. So th- that's the mentality that we should be thinking about. But you asked a really interesting question. So if if you're if you're okay with it, Robert, I'm gonna double click into that on
0: absolutely.
1: You know, I really believe that CDNs are phenomenal. I am not the guy who's gonna say, don't ditch your CDN, come to Zyker. I don't think that should be the mental model. The mental model you should have is use the tool that it was built for. CDNs are built for Caching static content, they are best at it. No questions around it. CDNs are built for having a stable network. They are best at it. Doesn't mean outages won't happen. Outages will happen. That's a different question, right? Everything in this universe, you know, there there are things that will break all the time. That's just the way of life. Those are great. But what is it that you have a gap There is, uh, CDNs are not designed for accelerating dynamic interactive traffic. So if you have a way where you put a CDN reserve in place, you put all the static content on your existing CDN and you put all the dynamic traffic on a dynamic content accelerator, say like Zycata, then what you really get is the world's fastest and the most highly, I would say highly available e-commerce site. Isn't that worth it? And if you are it, and your competition is not that's all the more why you should do it faster just think about what it means to you right i mean as compared to do i need it or do i not need it a new tool is there how are you going to use that tool to maximize your success
0: that's the lens that i would like people to look at yeah it's you know i for many many years now i've lived in south florida where we know we have to be ready for a hurricane and we hope we won't it won't be a a particularly bad one, or or set of them in a season, but you, you prepare. And it's not that, you know, you couldn't live off of crackers for and water for a week or something. But you know, you, you set yourself up to be able to be as, as, you know, comfortable and, and healthy and and well off as as you can be in those kind of circumstances. And I think, you know, and our businesses do the same that, you know, and whether we're talking about having generators or doing Mm -hmm. other things that, they don't do it for fun, um, you know, that I'm sure, you know, a lot of people wouldn't mind having a few days <laughs> at, at a home lot. in most cases, because, you know, in most cases, that's what it is. Uh, but, you know, we want to be able to operate. We want to be able to service customers and and do good things. And so, you know, while well, JetRails being headquartered in Chicago probably deals with more ice storms <laughs> than uh, hurricanes. Um, but, you know, really... Uh, I think every business has certain contingency plans for certain things and has certain failovers for certain things. You know, I, when we talked last time, I, I recognized, you know, it was before um, Black Friday in the holiday shopping season, we talked about things, you know, um, being ready and, and the thought that, you know, your average, uh, you know, your average merchant doesn't really have a, a failover plan for, um, for their CDN is really interesting. And I, I think, um, you know, given how this technology is coming about and that you don't necessarily need to pay full ride for two CDNs, that there's a lot of merit to that, to being able to make it feasible. Because that's the other, not only the physicality of, like you said, of monitoring and properly cutting over to the right things at the right time, but then monetarily that, you know, if if you make it cost prohibitive, well, that, that becomes a hard pill to swallow. Um, yeah. Well, and, you know, because that's also the assumption is that, well, I'm going to need equal setups on both sides, that it's Mm going to need to be equivalent. But if you're more so paying for usage and such, or, you know, treating it more like, you know, like a true failover, which, I mean, here, you know, with JetRails, we have auto scaling. And so we have users in the cloud, AWS, what have you, that, you know, where it's elastic and self-healing and dealing with, with that. But we also have bare metal users that, don't want to pay for extra servers all year long just to use them in Q four for the holiday shopping season. So we add booster servers at the end of the year mm-hmm. when they need them, spin them down when they're done, and they only pay for what they were actually in, in need of, and they don't have to pay for hardware all year long that they don't need all year long. I find that you know merchants are a lot more prepared for more of that usage model where something is built around their actual needs and they're not trying to. More or less over consume. Um, the, Robert, I think,
1: you know. uh, I'll just add one point here, uh, Which I think is very critical. I think the way, uh, the, the way you expressed it, I really liked it. When merchants know when they can predict that they, they will have a traffic search and they can predict that they can do it. Okay. They, they're expecting something to happen. They almost always have a contingency plan. They call you, they request that I need mm-hmm. some extra servers and you're happy to help them. The question here is, you can't predict. It's interesting you give the Florida example. Well, you
0: can and you can't. You can. It's kind of like hurricane season. You can predict that if you live in Florida for a few years, you're going to see uh-huh. some hurricanes. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and so you can predict that you want to be happen. prepared for that, but you can't predict when. Exactly. Like like I I know me living
1: in California, I always map it to earthquakes. Right. We know it's going to happen. We just don't know when. But you must have a yeah. contingency plan. This is where
0: I start shaking the camera for effect, right? You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So yeah, but- so it's important. So that's why we kept the price low. We want to make sure that that's not a problem for a lot of merchants. Right? I mean, big, big merchants. They don't. We have two plans. We have an enterprise plan for the big boys, and we have a basic plan for the smaller merchants. The only reason we have basic plan, Robert, is to help a lot of these smaller merchants who need that capability. Bigger merchants, they have the sophistication and,
0: you know, they can actually play,
1: uh, yeah, play the basically, game.
0: Basically, no merchant wants, I don't know, what whichever social media the day, no one wants to be flooded with, you know, shoppers on Twitter complaining that they can't, you know, they can't yeah. access today's sale or whatever's going on. Like, no, no one wants to be dealing with the aftermath of those things. No one wants their phones ringing with that. Um, their reviews, get, you know, being suffering from that. Um that these things, again, you know, economies of scale, when dollar for dollar, you can solve these problems reasonably, it, it makes sense. Um, probably a good time to mention that for those of our, our listeners and viewers that are JetRail subscribers, um, this is something you can bring up with your account manager and something we're happy to talk to you about um, and to, you know, to, to see where where your account stands in terms of uh, your CDN and failover. <laughs> um you know so we do have options there of testing things and, and doing things with you but um so th- this has been a lot of fun like our last conversation um as, as with the last time before we wrap up any final thoughts anything we didn't touch on that that you think is really impactful on this topic or uh, did we really check all the boxes today
1: i mean i think we did check all the boxes one thought that i want to leave uh, with your audiences we are living in a world where this being slow is the new outage. If being slow is considered as bad as having an outage, having an outage is definitely not acceptable. And, uh, you know, if it's going to be a no-brainer solution that you can have a contingency plan that's going to uh, increase your availability and performance, why not take advantage of that, right? So... With, with that, I want, want to say uh, we we are here as partners, and we are here to help you guys succeed.
0: Awesome. Look, you know uh, anybody that works servers knows. You know we set hard drives and RAID configurations. There's failovers for failovers for failovers in these <laughs> networks. That um, that's what this industry is built on. So while you know sometimes I worry that you know it's it's hard when we all start going down that rabbit hole about worrying about this or worrying about that. But in reality, we're solving business problems that this is, you know, the same way that we talk in e-commerce about things like credit card fraud and all these things that they they happen Um, and and you don't want to be suffering from them. You you just want to be ready to operate successfully and happily. So always great to see new stuff like this coming out. Thank you again for for joining and um, for our audience, as always. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe, stay healthy and happy selling out there. Thanks for listening to the JetRails podcast. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We also post full videos of most episodes on the JetRails YouTube and Facebook channels. You can find links at jetrails.com forward slash podcast. Have questions about an episode? Is there a topic you'd like us to cover in the future? We're at JetRails on LinkedIn and Twitter. Do you want to sponsor this podcast? Sorry, but we're committed to ad-free listening. We are, however, always looking for guests that our listeners will benefit from. And don't forget to like the podcast on whatever platform you're tuning in from. It's a small ask, but it's a big help. We appreciate it. And more importantly, we appreciate you.